All right. Welcome, everyone, to the Directed IRA webinar. We are so excited to be with you today talking about how to fund your deal with other people's IRA. And this could be your IRA that's getting funded from someone else's IRA. This could be you individually, your company, whatever it may be. But um, really important topic. Aaron's kind of here helping me co-host, but he's also going to be part of the guest experts. Mm, yes. Yeah, a lot big shoes to fill. Yeah, this big is, shoes, this big, is Aaron did this fill. before he worked at Directed IRA. He was in the investment space, raising capital, doing deals. Um, and so he's got a lot of expertise on it too from a different angle. We're going to bring in Bill Predabon, mm-hmm. who will be our uh, first expert, mm-hmm. um, who's going to be talking about how he's used IRAs and deals. Um, I think it's really helpful to people that understand that. If you were at the Self-Directed IRA Summit, Bill was one of the people on the panel we had that was one of the I thought one of the most dang good panel, probably the best panel. Yeah. People really love that panel that we did on just like doing self-directed investments, kind of deals in the, and the details on them, real, real world transactions. Um, and you'll see, as you hear Bill, he's done a lot of deals, has a lot of experience or a lot of IRAs over the course of um, his investment career. So it's definitely a top three panel. I mean, we, we top had, three. We had okay. three panels. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> top three. And the recordings just went up. So yeah. and you can go for, grab those. If you're like, ah, oh, I missed the self-directed IRA summit, go to go to sdirasummit.com or mattsorensen.com. Either one, you can buy the recordings there. So um all right, do you want to give me announcements or what do you want to say here? Well, we do have some key deadlines coming up. So yeah. we have we have Roth conversions. Okay, if you're planning on doing that. Um, yeah, for you if know. you want it to hit for 2022, your yeah. taxes in 2022, you got to have it done. We by have December 31st. Let's see. We have the oh, you also for solo Ks got to adopt the plan. Yeah, do your employee elections, um, and you have a special still going. So yeah, we got the right? solo K special. The law firm has that 100 bucks off if you use an attorney, 50 bucks off for the docs only. And then um, we also have a hundred dollar discount off on custodial accounts for yes. the solo kit directed set. We do it all special too, you know, yeah. Which is a good option if you're like if you're like the do it yourselfer hands on like don't do that. But if you're like hey I need some help like the let easy me, button. Let me say if you're yeah. the do it yourselfer that's actually good at it, then go with that <laughs> option because I know a lot of do it yourselfers that aren't good and they should have eject eject. Yeah, I need they should have paid someone to do this for them. Exactly. Like it was like me. I, this is like me do it yourselfer Matt changing his oil. <laughs> it's like, you know, a day and a half later and the car doesn't work. It's like, it seems like a simple task that anybody with a college degree could figure out. Exactly. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not that, I'm not that dumb, but you know what I mean? You know, um, sometimes you got to stay in our lane. We, oh, HSAs too. So open enrollments going. So if you want to self-direct your HSA, um, open enrollment, I believe that ends January 15th. Um, is where that ends December 15th. If you want it to be effective for January 1st, but you would need to select an eligible high deductible plan yeah. for HSAs, which is a cool option. You can self-directed yeah. HSA. So those yeah. are kind of the important deadlines for the year that we have coming up. And, uh, yeah. you know, this, we have the holidays, yeah. which are awesome. Always Tis awesome. the season. Tis the season. Yes, um, all right. Well, I'm going to give a disclaimer here. And then I'm going to bring on Bill as our first guest. We're just going to dive into it. Do you want to go over Q&A before you bounce, though? Yeah. Just so, the process on Q&A. We'll probably do questions after Bill. Yeah. Um, so what we'll do is I'll kind of moderate. Um, just put it in the Q&A. Don't drop it in the chat. Uh, the chat's for any, like, technical difficulties or troubleshooting stuff. But just drop it over in the Q&A. Um, and then when I come back, we'll, we'll, hit on, we'll hit on those. We'll kind of do, like, we'll do, like, a, a fire round. Okay. You know, so we'll just, yeah. we'll do rapid fire Q and a, yeah. And we'll so see, good. um, maybe there's some questions we can get from bill. If you guys want to pass any to me, if there's yeah. a questions from a couple of questions at the end, we could grab for bill too. And I'll answer some, we have a few of our staff, so I'll answer a little bit of the questions when I hop out here in a minute. And be okay. Good, so we're bringing on the talent, you know, I'll be like the backup singer today. So, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, um, I'm going to bring bill up here in a moment, but before I do, you know, attorney Matt needs to come and do his job today and give you a disclaimer. So just remember, this is informational, educational, not financial advice. Seek out your licensed professionals when conducting transactions. And um, and uh, uh, that's it. I mean, this is that's all Matt, attorney Matt needs to say. Like I said, he's the boring Matt. Let's go back to other Matt. We like all attorney right. Matt, though, yeah. like when we need to, right? Okay. All yeah. right. Cheers, everyone. All, All right. right. Welcome.
Okay, I'm going to bring Bill up on here, and I'll start telling you about Bill as he's getting seated. So um, Bill has been – I've known Bill for probably 10-plus years. Um, I've known him as kind of a real estate guy, doing a lot of deals. I know people's IRAs that he's worked with. I've just seen a lot of his stuff as uh, being an attorney, working with him over the years. So, um, And then, like I said, he spoke, and many of you saw him at our Self-Directed IRA Summit um, just a couple weeks ago. I need an, did an awesome job. So, Bill, first, welcome. Thank and you. I'm going to get you on camera here. Sorry, I have, I have the controls here. That's not my strong suit. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Well, I thought at the summit, we kind of opened up and I was just like, bang, Bill. Um, I asked you like, kind of like how much, how many retirement accounts have you had in deals? And you're, explain like your history on that. Just the, the numbers. Great. Um, so I've been investing since 2008. Um, that's when I first started doing some short sales and I did, I did everything with no money. So I didn't even, I didn't even know it was, it was interesting. Uh, Matt and, and his group, they do some education all, as you probably know, all over. And I will tell you that, um, I remember seeing the self-directed retirement class and I, I remember my investing career. I was so broke. I was like, that's the dumbest thing ever because <laughs> I didn't have any retirement. And then when I went to the class, I was like, Oh my God, there's like trillions and trillions of dollars in retirement. I should learn how to use the self-directed yeah. money, right? So that is why I'm here. With yeah. you. So <laughs> since then, I've done um, about 250 plus or minus deals, um, mostly fix and flip, over 150 fix and flips. And um, and then, you know, moving into a lot of um, long-term buy and hold stuff, short-term rental yeah. and that sort of thing. So, um, so yeah, and we were talking, I will tell you, I've borrowed... I bet, you know, don't quote me on this. Uh, so let me, let me yeah, start yeah, before yeah, you yeah, yeah. 60% of those deals were funded with an IRA somewhere in the mix. Like yeah, some you needed money on the deal, like for maybe acquisition or rehab or both. Typically both. Yeah. Typically both. And the majority of the time an IRA is involved somewhere. Correct. Yep. I, I think that's surprising. I think a lot of people don't realize that. And, and I think that happens for you just because you know, the strategy like how many people out there that are real estate people are doing deals and don't even know of this? They're leaving all this money on the table. I, 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 they're making it harder on themselves to go raise it and get a deal funded. They do. Yeah, they do. And and it's interesting is is um, there's so much we don't know. And then, you know, typically we're just taught, uh, especially at work, to just yeah. – Pay in, you know, pre-tax dollars, yeah. whatever they can afford, if you will, or whatever the employer matches. And then again, it's a it's a retirement account that they know nothing about, and yeah. and, and so they have no control. And here they can learn um, that they can move those money from uh, old retirement accounts, right, and, and all different, or even you know, can't, uh, yeah. stop new ones, all, all different options for you guys to take their their funds, and then you know. There are typically, at the very least, double-digit returns secured by real estate. There's so many options uh, that the custodian uh, directed IRA would have for you to um, to be a partner, to be a lender, to be a combination of the both, to, to invest in a business. I mean, there's so many, even to be yeah. just a, a, yeah. a lend, lending for a business. Yeah. So it's, it's really exciting. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody finds their own deals, of course. Um, but we want to talk about this today in particular because so many of people out there learning how to fund their deals. And that's why we're trying to speak to today is like, if you need to fund your deal, you individually, you, your S corp or LLC, or maybe it's even your IRA, you're trying to get other people's IRAs to help fund that, that you need money to make this deal happen. Um, this is real important. So like, how do you start? Like if someone was like, all right, Matt, I'm a, I'm doing real estate. I think that's the easiest example. Everybody gets it, but this could be any type of investment type stuff, but real estate's the most common. So, what would your advice be to someone that's starting out? Like, what do they need to know? Like, how much do they need to know of the IRA stuff? So I, I don't think, I think most importantly is they need to know about that it exists, right? Yeah. That, that it, what, even the basics, like what types of investments. Well, let the, me back uh, up. What was like your first one? Like when you're like, all right, I got to figure out how to do this. And you're like somebody, I don't know if you remember. But like, I like do remember one. my first one. It was $80,000 on a, on a, and it was the crash. So it was 2009. Okay. And I actually was buying on a discount at a discounted rate The from a hard money lender who was, they, hard money lenders were taking back 60, yeah. 70% of the homes they lent on. And so this first deal came and it, it needed, 
you know, it, they couldn't even do anything with it because it just was an unfinished project, right? Yeah. Like everybody, so that everybody abandoned it. So, um, so they were able to give me the 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 hard money loan, but they also want skin in the game, no matter yeah. what. So, and I had to fix it. They weren't yeah. going to give me the fix up money. Yeah. So I met somebody that um, actually he didn't even have the money. It was his mother, and he's like, you know, my mom has wanting to put some more money to work. She's getting older. She's been retired for a while, and. Um, perhaps um, you could use that money. And and it was in a old retirement account. Yeah, like an old 401k yes, or something. Yes, and they yeah. moved it to, to a self-directed. Yeah. And she was able to pull the entire amount out. Yeah. And and, and to be honest, um, I was very I was very new. I gave a 20% guaranteed return on that. Yeah. <laughs> very generous, Bill. Very generous. But the bill's the deal, not so generous anymore. <laughs> it just depends. You know, there's... Like we talked about, yeah. there's, you know, sometimes you can get that with a little more risk involved, yeah. and not be just a lender. But um, the deal was pretty solid, and yeah. uh, and it ter- it worked out for everybody. So yeah, yeah. So and I think that's the nice thing about it is it can be a win. You know, I mean that's what the the private lending and when you're when it's working right is there's people out there doing deals like you that know how to do deals, know how to analyze, and you've done 250 of them. You know, you've gotten a lot better, I'm sure, from number one to 250. But then there's also people on the sidelines, and this is funny. We get it all the time. Where can I invest my self-directed money? Well, there's there's a lot of bills out there, yes, you know, there are. Yep. that are out there doing deals that that want need funding, and the banks aren't going to lend on that deal you had, but it was a great deal. Correct. It was yeah. enough where you made money, probably. The, oh, the yeah. lender made twenty percent. I mean, was she gonna get that in the stock market? I mean, it's a win-win. Yeah, remember that was when the when October crash. Was oh like yeah, a thousand <laughs> points in one day or something. Um, you know, and so those of you looking to, to fund your deals too, you know, I start out with, you know, it's 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 interesting. We were talking a little bit about the retirement accounts at work that most people have, the traditional, right? Yeah. And 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 you ask them, oh, you know, how how is your, you know, what what's your, what's your typical expected rate of return, or or how do you feel you're doing? And most people naturally are gonna, you know, they're gonna say I'm doing okay. And then it's like, hey, if you ever get a chance, just check, you know. And then I had one gentleman come back and say, oh, you know what? I've actually made like 16 percent over the last couple of years. And I and 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 actually, Matt, he listened to one of your teachings on uh-huh. self directed, and he went back to his accountant and said, listen, I've been doing this job for since 2002. I want you to just run it to 2017. And it turns out he made less than 3% over that because of that crash yeah. in there over the course. So, so we had a hundred and like 200 and something thousand in this account yeah. making less than 3% over the course of 18 or, yeah. you know, 16 years. Yeah, yeah. So he immediately gave you guys all the money yeah. <laughs> and then gave it all to me you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. because he was, and, and he averaged about, um, he averaged about 12% plus 12 to 14% with me yeah. for his first year in real estate. And then he got really good and he went off and started doing it on his own. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. yep. You trained him up. Yep. So how are people doing that? Is you're using like a promissory note secured on the property? How is that? What's the most common way? I think that for, for the lender, the, the, the most, the, Typical first investment would be a promissory note secured by a deed of trust. The money goes into into yeah. self-directed. We'll send it directed IRA. We'll send it over to the to that title company, and then they'll record a deed of trust, and then it's just reversed at the end, right? Yeah. Um, I have relationships with people that a lot of them, you know, you you can uh, talk to this too with this with yeah. the checkbook control, right? So yeah. now they've got like instant control of right. their retire. It's it's such a golden opportunity, I think, for for people that understand that real estate's a strong yeah. investment tool and or someone's business and things like that. Yeah. And so some people just lend me for a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just straight up. They yeah. don't care if I do five, 10, 15 deals with their money or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Now let's go back to, to Bill's first deal. Cause I want to make sure for anybody who's new, that's like, man, I didn't know IRAs could, how, how are they involved in this? Like, let's take a step back. Let's go to that example Bill had on his first deal. Somebody had a 401k and maybe they were at Fidelity. Let's just say, I don't know where the heck they were. Right. But, uh, do you remember where they were? I don't. Okay. Let's say it was <laughs> Fidelity. All right. And old employer 401k. All right. Well, if Bill called Fidelity or that, that person, that, that lady's IR for old 401k, if she called Fidelity, they'd be like, yeah, you can't do this. Well, that's not because retirement accounts can't lend money on a real estate deal. It's because Fidelity accounts can't do it. So they have to move the account to a self-directed company like directed IRA, of course. And then- then we will do a note. I mean, you get through the documents or you have someone do the documents. And then there's just a promissory note. The money's lent. There's a deed of trust that goes on title, secures the money. It might be in second position, though, yep, if there's typically. a hard money. Yep. You know, or there's maybe some creative financing and seller financing, whatever's going on. So maybe you're in second. 
but um, you're getting interest and some points possibly. And, and now your IRA owns that your IRA gets that. Let's say you negotiated 10% and two points. Let's say your IRA is getting 10% interest back on its money and it's getting two points for the loan. So two points, meaning you had a hundred thousand dollar loan. You're getting a $2,000 fee basically for the loan plus 10% interest as the money's loaned out. And so for that person, the next person you talked about, you know, I'd like looked to analyze their stuff over 15 years. It was like a 3% return. You know, they're like, yeah, that's not going to cut it. I mean, if you look at another 15 years of that money, I mean, the difference of your account at 3% and 15 is like growth like this, you know? So, um, so I just want to back, take a step back. Now, one area where people get stuck, I'll say, um, that are new to this, and this is why I think it's important people know like the transfer and rollover rules, right? Because you can talk to someone and they're like, I have an IRA, but what if they're like, well, I'm at TD Ameritrade and I got, I got an IRA at TD Ameritrade. Okay, well, you're going to need to move because TD Ameritrade doesn't let you self-direct. They'll let you self-direct to buy stock, whatever stock you want, right. but that's it, right? Um, I do see one big hangup, though, where people will get stuck. You probably ran into this. Is sometimes people, like, they're at a current employer, you know? Correct. And they're, like, 40 years old. They are not leaving. They're not retirement plan age yet, so they can't get the money out. Correct. So sometimes you'll run into someone that wants to invest in your deal or fund or whatever you're doing. I mean, this could be a private placement. This could be a startup. Well, I don't care what we're talking about here, but as you're out talking to someone, they might be like, I want to invest in it, but they're 40 years old, employed at the same company, they're on the the Vanguard 401k structure system. Like they're locked into that while they're working at that company. So, um, but tell me how you talk through it with someone. And, and you know, it might seem like basic, but like, how do you actually like talk to someone and like say, give me your money. I have a deal. <laughs> well, so, you know, it's, it's so, it's so awesome again. And typically the first question out of my, you know, is, you know, if, if, if the timing was right and, and, and a really a decent real estate deal came up. Have you ever considered investing in real estate? You know, it's just a simple question like that. Yeah. You know, for those of you who are um, on this, looking to borrow money through self-directed and yeah. and um, and then get into your deals. Um, you know, one of the gentlemen that I borrowed money from, I he actually gave me one hundred fifty-two thousand on a long-term eighteen-month note for a buy and hold of mine where I had to take out an, a, private, a hard money lender. I yeah. ended up keeping the house. So for for you doing the deal like I did, so I gave him 8% and he was super happy because it was the gentleman that right out of the gate was only making 3%. Yeah. So it's interesting when you ask them, hey, well, what are you accustomed to making? You know, for those of you who are going to be Lending money, of course, you're going to negotiate what you can, the two points, 10%, 12%, do a hybrid, that kind of thing. But, you know, those of you borrowing, you don't have to start at 10 or 20%. Like right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can start at six or eight. And they're typically, yeah. they're, they're, they could be very happy with an eight to 10% return or nine or 7% return um, secured by a nice rental property. And you could buy that property with creative financing, like you said, or even yeah. hard money and the numbers work. And then you could refinance it later. It's just, there's so many options, uh, both on borrowing and lending side. So typically I'll ask if, you know, and 2.9, you know, give or take yeah. people out of three are interested in real estate and yeah. they, you know, and go back to even that gentleman you're talking about or the, or the woman that you're talking about that has a, an existing 401k, they're, they're still working. So they're still contributing. They can't borrow, right? Imagine if they know somebody, right? And they could negotiate four, six, 8% return. Then they could come to you and, and you could borrow their, their retirement account at 10 or 12%. Yeah. They could make a, they could, you know what I mean? They could be yeah. in the deal with you, yeah. even though they can't use their own 401k. If they yeah. understand that self-direct is possible, right? They might know old army buddy or something that has yeah. a, an old, that just sits there 10, 15 or 80,000. They just sit there all yeah. the time for years. Yeah. And, you know, people are like dying to be engaged with their money. They really are. It's just like we got tricked into just like clicking a few buttons when you oh, enrolled so in your 401k. True. And they're like dying to like get engaged with this. But they look at the stock market, the mutual fund. They're like, well, I'm invested in this. I mean, I could go over to this, but it kind of just like more of the same. And so a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, real estate, a real estate to like actually go see it maybe, you know, and there's going to be like I get a lien on it like the bank would get, you know, now I might be in first or second. You got to, you know, there's different risks there, of course. Yep. And so um, so it, it can be like an actually exciting conversation. Um, and I know Aaron's got some good tips on this on just how to talk to people. But one thing I was going to note, just attorney Matt, you know. This you really don't have to like go out and like solicit and like you're not like hey I'm taking investors like there's some securities issues in doing that but I think just working with your network and people you know and expanding your network's a good opportunity to get people that know you're doing this like what, what advice do you have there um 
You know, I think, um, so I was thinking of one thought. So uh, in well, having that conversation with people um, that you, you're trying to get your deals funded, uh, you know, asking them, you know, what they're accustomed to making or what they would like to make even on a return on an, an investment. But, you know, understanding that if you understand the real estate transaction and you understand what it means to be in first, and, and most of you, I'm sure you do, you know, you understand first position, second position, you understand what a deed of trust or a, or a trust deed is and, and the security of the real estate, then you can, that's a sophisticated conversation, even at a, at a, at a, at a high level or, you know, a low level, if yeah. you will. Um, so when you're talking to the other person, they've never really done that. So, so they're going to start to listen to that and they're, they're going to see that you have this, this, you know, good knowledge, even though it's a little bit limited. And then um, the, the rates can always, can always be determined. And typically people just want to know, you know, you know, how much do you need? You know, when will I get it back? And how will I get it back? They don't even, they're not even that concerned with, with, well, what happens if you lose? That should be up to you. You know, you want to consult with an attorney like Matt, yeah. but they're concerned with how am I going to get it back and how are you going to pay me and when is going to be back? And then, you know, you're like, oh, I can give you, you know, 8%. I'll give you, even give you a $500 upfront fee and, and we can roll it over and it'll be a year on this deal. And they're like, oh, that sounds really good because they're secure. They know the real estate's, if it's burned down, they, they, the insurance will pay them, you know? Yeah. So it's really cool. Those are the types of conversations. So that little bit of education would really help. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you can... You know, we, we, like you were talking about the oil, uh, you don't want me changing your oil either, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> not, not at all or cooking really for that matter. Um, but, uh, you know, there's so much out there on YouTube and everything. And, and I don't, it's not that I don't recommend that, but I would, I would get some, I would get some, some, I would research the education you're getting. Cause we could, we could spend all day trying to sell and in human nature, we want to do it on our own. We want to learn yeah. on our own. We have the ability, but when we don't know, we don't know, we don't even know what, what, what education we are finding it, whether it's true or not, or who to listen to. So, yeah. you know, I would get with someone that, that has some experience. I always say that even when you're listing a house with a realtor or you're, you're talking to a realtor, you know, if they don't own a rental property and you're trying to buy a rental, maybe they shouldn't be a realtor. I don't mean that yeah. badly. I'm just saying, so, you know, if you talk to a guy like me or somebody who's even done one or two or five deals, and at least they've done a few deals and ask them how they did it. It doesn't mean you're going to take everything they say unless you really like what they're, and they really sound like they know what they're doing. Then you could take that and go to, to somebody else. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So that's how you can get in that. And like, you know, if you ran into someone and, and you, and, and you asked them, like, Oh, you've done a few deals, you know, have you ever borrowed money? Yeah. But you know, I borrowed this money. And you know, in fact, uh, my, my dad's brother had a retirement account and they're like, now you pay attention. Cause now you've found someone yeah. who's actually just done it even once. Yeah. And then you can, you can gain from that knowledge. I yeah. Think. Yeah. yeah. I think, um, you know, Bill and I both teach uh, uh, and speak sometimes at Renatus and yep. a part of that community, which is a great real estate investment education company. Um, there's real estate investment clubs. Like, I mean, find the real estate professionals in your area. Like, if that's what you're doing is real estate, you know. And one of the things that is interesting in those groups, no matter where you are, is there's people doing deals that need money and there's people that have money that need deals. Yeah. Okay. And it is like the perfect convergence of that is these self-directed retirement accounts. Because if you're someone that, that is doing deals and you need money and you want to go talk to the 10 people in your network, you're like, I'm going to talk to my cousin. I'm going to talk to my best friend from college. I'm going to talk to my workout friend. I'm going to talk out to my, talk to my neighbor down the street that I talk about money stuff with, you know, you make whatever this list is in your life and you say, Hey, I'm doing a real estate deal. I need a hundred grand to do the rehab. You know, are you interested in, in doing that? And do you have an IRA? It's more likely they're going to have a hundred grand in an IRA or 401k than cash in the bank. Than like cash sitting in a bank. Yep. And so your success ratio goes up drastically. So, oh, that's a great <laughs> point, Matt. That's just a great point. Yep. And so, and that's like where you say, when you said 60%, that really rang true to me at the summit. Cause I was like, I always have people come up and tell me, especially really new real estate investors like, man, I, I learned how to fund my, got my first deal funded by someone else's IRA. And it was like a friend or a distant family member or something or another investor. And I'm always like, that's awesome. But like to hear your number was really surprising. And it, it rings true. Cause like you said, the trillions too guys, there's 30 plus trillion dollars in retirement accounts yes. in the U S there's no more place of money of investable assets than U S retirement accounts. And it's interesting because you know, their advisors are always going to say diversify. They're not going to say no to real estate. Like they're not going to say, Oh yeah, take your money out of my account and go do it. But if someone <laughs> came to him and said, Hey, you know, I had this, I, I was thinking about investing in real estate a little bit there. They know that that's a good diversity. So they, they can't sit there and go, no, don't, don't invest in real estate. You know what I mean? They're, that's, that's crazy. But what I'm saying is, so it, they're, 
most people know that it's, they don't know how, but they know that it's a good point. So when you bring that up and you're like, Hey, I've got this deal. I'm interested in, 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 uh, borrowing some money and, or partner with some money on a real estate deal. People's eyes will perk up that, you know, their ears yeah. will perk there. They'll open their eyes and they'll be like, Hey, you know, what does that look like? And if you have just a little bit of knowledge, yeah. you can, you can. And I think a lot of people are like, you can be like, have you ever thought about bringing a private lender? You know, I mean, I need money on deals and, and people are like, I could be a private lender. Yeah, do you have a, do you have like a hundred grand in your IRA or old employer four hundred one k? Yeah, yeah, you can be a private money lender. Like you could, I'll, and I'll lend that money. And when I do this deal, I'm going to do the next deal. And um, and so I was going to ask about that. Like now, I mean, you've done so many deals. I mean, and I just see this with other clients. Is like, is it very hard to go get someone that wants to give you money on a deal? Like if you need to fund a deal tomorrow, like what what, what do you do? I'm just curious. Well. Honestly, the, my network is pretty big. Yeah, it's grown, so so that helps, right? And um, but you know, I get new money all the time. Believe it, or, you know, I, I've I think I've raised somewhere near thirty million dollars, and those are those are fresh thirty million dollar yeah. bills, yeah. right? Not like you gave me a hundred, then you gave me another hundred, yeah, and, yeah. and it counted as yeah. three hundred. Right? A lot of people they do one deal, they're like, all right, let's do another one. Correct. They I do, love getting ten percent or eight percent or whatever they got. They'll paid. give back all the time. Well, they got twenty on the early days, <laughs> right? <laughs> let's keep this rolling, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. And they do like it. And then sometimes I'll go back and renegotiate. Right. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um, so, um, so, but it does get easier. I think was the point I was going to say correct. It's like, it's like once you've done enough deals, I mean, you gotta be good, right? Like obviously if your deals go bad, especially you lose people's money, it's going to be harder to raise money. Correct. <laughs> but you know, what's nice about real estate and you'll learn this. I'm telling you, if you, if you're not, if you're not so out of control, just desperate or eager to, to buy your first deal. And you actually buy it relatively, you know, even, even 10 or 20% under as is market value. Generally speaking, what you lose is your profit, but not their money. If you, if the deal goes south, you know, if you've got a deal that's going to make 10 grand in six months and anything can change in six months and anything can happen and 10 grand is gone in five minutes and then you could lose money. But if you've got a thirty or forty thousand dollar profit built in, and you're you're borrowing the down payment and a little bit of fix up, then you should have thirty or forty thousand dollars to 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 fudge. And yeah. if you lose it all, you didn't lose any money. They still going to get their money and their interest. Typically, yeah. you know what I mean. And yeah. then you can always move it. If there is a, a minor loss, you can move it into yeah. the next deal. And that's yeah, and that's a good way if you want to keep a good relationship. Yeah. Try to be like, I'm going to get you in on the next deal to try and get you paid back out. Correct. Um, that's a good business move to do. Um, cause you know, you're going to have your reputation at the end of the day and that's, what's going to be most valuable as you try to grow your business. But all right, you made a really good point. Cause I want to transition to one final question yeah. I had for you, which was, and then we'll see if there's any other questions and Aaron's going to come up here in a moment, but, um, someone's a lender to you, they get paid back first before you get any profit. Correct. And so they are a little more protected, right? Yes. Now, do you sometimes partner with people though in a deal? Cause some people are probably like, no, 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 Bill. I don't. I don't want to make seven percent, eight percent on the on a loan. I, I just. I want to get some of the profit. Can I get a piece of the profit? That's correct. So absolutely. And I will, depending on the deal, um, I give a, a considerable amount, uh, yeah. multiple double digits. You know, it could okay. be twenty, thirty percent. Okay. Um, so if you if I if I project, you know, and, and nowadays my deals are a little bit bigger, but you know, if I'm projecting you know, $30,000 profit and they want 30%, they can make $9,000. And typically a $30,000 profit can be flipped in four to five months. Mm -hmm. So that's a pretty normal remodel, right? Not yeah. a rehab, just a remodel. Yeah. And so you can annualize that and it's pretty solid. Now, if I'm borrowing their money in their bar and, and, or I shouldn't even say that if I'm partnering with their retirement account, their retirement account is going to be at risk. I am not going to have a promissory. Right. Note. I'm going to have an agreement with a, a their partnership for the agreement. Good and the bad. In fact, like, you're one of the best partnership agreement yeah. lawyers I ever met. And and, you know, I put this together that says, hey, if we take a loss, we're going to split the losses and you're going to you're going to you're going to get paid up back by my half of the losses on the next deal. I don't want to go do another deal and then have to pay all my profits to the other. You know what I mean? I got to have some incentive to do another deal. Right? Yeah, no yeah. one wants to work for free. Right, right? Yeah. So so we work that out and it's pretty good and they comfortable. They're comfortable knowing that there's actually a backup to the to the loss. You know what I mean? And now they, they can they can make that they yeah. can go to sleep do their regular retirement account, do their yeah. work stuff, do their own investments, have their own life and income. And then they can have this on the side, making them yeah. 10, 20, 
Yeah. So we see this quite a bit. This usually requires the multi-member IRA LLC. We've got a, another webinar on that, podcast right. episodes on it. It's a chapter in my book. But you can have that model, and we do lots of these. The law firm KKOS Lawyers sets them up, but we, the directed IRA account for the self-directed investor is you got basically a work partner, in this case, Bill, who's got the deal, doing the work, and you basically got the money partner, which is someone's IRA or, or 401k. Yeah. To be their HSA, whatever. Yeah, HSA they're, too. Their self-directed account. And so the, they partner in the LLC. And so if they put in all the money, usually what happens is they get paid back their money first and then you split profits. Yep. But you guys are both on the line, you know, in terms of what if there's a loss, ooh, now they, they can get hit because if they don't get their money back, you know, let's say the deal goes south, you know, in a loan, you you still owe them the money. Correct. Right? In a technically in a partnership you know, it's really – if you're agreeing to catch them in the next deal, that's just because you're being generous. You know, you don't have to do that. Correct. You know, they agreed for the sunshine on the upside. They got to be cool with the rain on the downside. Correct. So that's kind of the, the, the risk of that, of course. And of, obviously, you know, I've had clients go both ways, and it sounds like you still you still do a little bit of both. Yeah, Depending absolutely. on the deal. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know if we have any questions that we, we want to fill for Bill – um, I don't even know how I would do that. Um, but we'll, um, Aaron's going to come up here in just a moment. <clears throat> and, um, um, I don't know if you have any questions there, Tristan, you see. All right. Yeah. It's pretty exciting to learn, you know, what's possible and, and, uh, and how much money is available. And, and I'll be honest, you know, like uh, the whole point of this conversation is, you know, for funding your deals, you would be surprised like you, and you've said this, you, yeah. had to, you, you, you said it is people want to, they do like the idea and the concept of controlling their, their retirement a little bit, yeah. you know, maybe not all of it, whatever it is, but, but they're, having that control and seeing it touching and tasting it and, and feeling confident. And then they can actually educate themselves on it alone. And, and then they, and then you've got a partner for life. You know, if you, if you do that first deal with them and, uh, and it's really, it's really a great opportunity. And I, I, like you said, I've, I can find money, Mm -hmm. um, in, 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 in less than 24 hours, uh, anytime I need it. Yeah. Yep. Okay, well, Bill, appreciate you being on. I don't oh know if you God. want to give any contact info for people or yeah, like to, that would be oh, fantastic. What do you, you want to tell people? Your social, you go. Sure. Um, well, if you're taking notes and you can, they can yeah, always can reach these guys. Chat, yeah, um, 760-533-3141. That's actually my personal cell phone number. Wow. So um, it is. I, I don't mind. And of course, if I don't have you on my phone. <laughs> You know, Bill's married, guys, ladies, guys, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> guys too, but right. ladies, you know, so you but, know, uh, business calls. If I miss right. your call, just text me. Hey, I, I you know, I, I missed it and I'll get back to you. And if I, if I don't in that day, text me again, cause it just got buried, but I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you. And then of course it's Bill Predabon. I'm on social media, um, on Facebook, whatnot. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'd if be, you follow me, I'm connected to Bill. You can abso- probably find him from my yeah, followers. Absolutely, and yep. And I yeah, I just put I tagged you in my post for this okay. so they can check there and uh okay. absolutely and you've got my information. Um okay. so that would be great. I would love for people to reach out. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, thanks so much, Bill. Appreciate oh it. I know God. you got another it thing is you're an going honor to. And a pleasure. I got a tennis match tonight. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what's funny? I signed up for men's league. Oh yeah, I know. Tennis. Where are you? <laughs> at the village. <laughs> this was two years ago. And that's right. And I uh, Anyways, it's so, so I, I signed up for it and I saw Predabon on there and I'm like, oh, I, I might be playing Predabon. Is that Bill Predabon? <laughs> and then I text you. Yeah, you did. And you're like, hey, and then I still haven't seen you dude, in two years. I, <laughs> this is my life. I, dude, I missed everyone. I felt like the biggest tool. I was paying a little more for it. You know, <laughs> I was emailing the, the, whoever it is that puts it, the bracket together. Yeah. And I was like, I can't make it. I can't make it. I'm the worst. So I'm going to get back on it, though. It's awesome. All right. Okay. It's awesome. Okay, Man, cool. what a pleasure. Right. Okay. This is such an honor. Everybody, thank you so much for your time. And, and wow, you're in good hands. And I can't wait to turn this over to Aaron. All right. She's excited. Okay. All, All right. We're just going to bring Aaron up. Oh, my God. What a pleasure. Take care, bro. Thank you. Thanks, Bill. Thank you. All right. Feel free to step out when you're ready because awesome. I know you got, you know, you got a match to be ready for. So who do you got? You got uh, Sampras or yeah, who are you playing right. today? <laughs> it's actually a mixed doubles tonight. So oh, okay. All right. Is it the retired bunch? Yeah, like Sampras, <laughs> Agassi, all the greats. <laughs> Join a tennis league, <laughs> all right? I'm a kid and they have money. Okay, don't do what Bill says. Do what Bill does. Yeah. Okay? Oh, he's going good. to play tennis. Yes. And he's going to tell people there. So, oh, so what do you do? I do real estate. Yeah. Yeah. 
You should see the hard money lenders and private money lenders I work, I play with and work with. There you go, right there. Your network. You are who you roll with, mm-hmm. you know. All right. Um, okay, I don't. Did you want to jump in on any questions? You could probably fill a lot of these if you wanted to, or do you want to just get into your stuff? Yeah. So yeah, let's do some Q and A while everybody's on there, and then we'll we'll roll into some other stuff. Um, okay, let's do rapid fire. All right. Um, all right. This comes from Cheryl. Does this have to be? Oh, Cheryl, you like you got me like five in a row. So let me just kind of go through them and triage these for a minute. Does this have to be through a self-directed IRA or can we use a solo 401k? Yeah. Either one. Yeah. yeah. Could do a solo K. You could be private money. A lot of our, I mean, one of my, I had a, I remember I had a client that did, um, had about six or 700,000 they did in a solo 401k. One of the really early solo 401ks I did. Mm. They have like a 10 figure account right now. Mm-hmm. All they do is private money lending, mm-hmm. but they've been doing it for 10 plus years and they just got a machine on it. So. Um, okay. So if an individual, all right, this is good. If an individual wanted to use their own IRA to buy real estate, can they just use that money and then use the proceeds from the rent as your mandatory distribution? If an individual, what? If an individual wanted to use their IRA yeah. to buy real estate, can they just use that money and then use the proceeds from the rent as their mandatory distribution? Yes. So if you're hitting 72, you know, you have to do what's called RMD. Mm-hmm. So your retirement account could buy the property or the investment or whatever it is. If it's a property with rent, the rental payments are coming in. That's usually enough to satisfy RMD. Now you got to look at the value of your account versus yeah. what's your rent and what's your cash flow. Make sure the cash flow is going to satisfy your RMD. I don't know, you know, if you got a property that's really expensive that has prop- crappy cash flow, it might not meet it. Let's run good. the numbers, yeah. Okay, anonymous attendee. Uh, Uh-oh, I'm always, you know, these ones are always, you know. It's like make you cringe a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, just make up a name, you know, just be. Yeah. Just be Peter Lemongello, you know. With the market being, this is a good one. With the market being down, is this a good time to do the Roth conversion or backdoor conversion? So I'm assuming with the market being down that your account has gone down the market value of it. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. You know, yeah. so now would that be a good time to do a conversion or backdoor? I, I think it would be to do a conversion. I mean, the backdoor is like you Different. kind of put the money in and you automatically convert. So you're not really, the market's not going up or down, but yeah, you could do a Roth conversion because the market's down. I mean, that's that the hard thing, you know, is it's like, is the market down? Is it up? I mean, it's down from what it was a year ago, but it's up from what it was three years ago. I don't know. Where's it going to be mm-hmm. next month? It might be down compared to what it is today. But, but yeah, if, I mean, if you believe that it's down of where it's going to be in the future and you want to get to Roth, yeah, absolutely. Convert now. Um, one thing you could do too is if you're trying to lessen the tax bill, a lot of clients at year end I like to do is let's convert half right now and then convert the other half on mm. January 1st of 2023. That way we're splitting the tax bill. Cause when you convert, yeah. right, you got to pay tax on the balance that you convert. So if you convert the whole thing in 2022, you're going to tax bill all in 2022. And I don't know if it bumps you in another income bracket or what, but so sometimes I like to kind of chunk it out. The chunking yeah. method. Okay. Penny, I only have 10 K in a self-directed IRA. That's cool. And want to invest in notes. I know this is just a little bit of money. What is the best way to get started? Okay. I mean, part of that's like, well, we had our guest, Bill, on. That was a good example. He's always doing deals. And I guess that leads into one of the things that I always love doing is being the person that's really good at finding deals. Yeah. Too. So, but Penny, great question. I mean, it's, again, networking, getting out there with people that actually has deals that you can um, take that $10,000 that has that smaller minimum amount that they would be okay with. So typically on something like that, if you're, if it's in a note, it's like uh, maybe a small, um, like I'll call it um, partial or what do you, or no, I'd be, you could do a partial note, um, but it'd be like a a smaller rehab too, like where you're the rehab money. And maybe you know, on like a maybe on like a double wide or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Ten grand. Maybe it was like paint far. carpet. Paint carpet. That's like a lipstick. They call that yeah. a lipstick rehab. Paint and carpet. So you could you could do some of those. We had a really great webinar actually on small dollar investing yeah. with an IRA. So Penny, go check out that one. We give a lot of different strategies on that. Um, 
Well, you know, I think that's a good one. What I'll say is it is a challenge at 10. It is. At Penny. And you might need to get a few more years of contributions in there to where you have enough where it makes sense and you're going to be able to do a note if that's what you really want to do. Because you need to have a borrower who's willing to give you, who's willing to take the time to only get 10 grand from you. Yeah. They got to do some documents. You know, generally, if it's on real estate, you want them to secure it on the loan. That takes more documents, a little more cost. For 10 grand, it just may not be worth it to them. I usually say at around 50 is your, is like, you're going to be able to find stuff and people want your money or there's deals to do. At 10, you kind of got to be the deal maker. Not the person, you know, who just wants to lend the money person. You want to be finding the deals. And we have lots of clients who do that, that are in the real estate space. For example, they're wholesaling properties. They're, you know, they're, they're buying stuff subject to, and just putting a little bit of cash down. So, so maybe look at, can I be a deal person? If not, just save more. Even me, like it took me three years of retirement account contributions and I was maxing out a 401k doing backdoor Roth till I had enough where I did my first deal. So you might need a couple more years contributions or you got to turn into the deal maker side um, mm-hmm. or partner with a bunch of other people mm-hmm. to kind of take down a deal where you're, you know, you're a, where you're a percentage of it for your 10 grand. I, I will say this to like, there's a lot of different funds out there where the minimum's like a thousand bucks and they do that for a reason. Cause they're crowdfunding, crowdsourcing the funds yeah. Um, you know, there's usually reggae offerings and, you know, they have the terms listed on the site. There's different crowdfunding sites out there and there's different ones here locally in Phoenix that we've had, you know, special guests too that are out there. So there yeah. are options. So yeah. go, go check it out. We don't want to like discourage it, but there's options out there. Um, okay. So any concerns with prohibited transactions and partnerships with family? Yes. Definitely a concern there, especially the model Bill and I talked about of like work partner, money partner, and the money partner mm-hmm. someone's IRA. Well, we want to know who in the family we're talking about here. Aaron and I were joking about the rich aunt. Yeah. You know, if it's you, if it's you and you've got a deal and your rich aunt has an IRA to, to, to be the private money partner, whether you're partnering in an LLC or they're lending you money, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That's okay because – Aunts and uncles are not disqualified persons, but if it's your mom or your dad's retirement account, not yeah. not going to work. That would be a prohibited transaction. It's always rich aunt, right? The rich uncle, yeah, not rich anymore. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. If using, oh, if using a Roth, when would taxes be triggered on any profits? If using Roth, when would Taxes, taxes be triggered on any profit. Never. You know, a Roth IRA, you don't pay taxes unless you got UBIT tax. I think that's um, what you're probably talking about. Um, and so, but if your Roth is just doing some of the private lending we've been talking about, no UBIT tax on that. Um, it comes out tax-free at retirement, of course, 59 and a half, as long as you had the Roth for five years. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe you're flipping properties with the Roth. Your, your yeah. Roth owns the property and is flipping a bunch of properties. You can run it to you, but if you do a lot of those flips in a year, like I'm saying, you're doing more than three. If you're just flipping one or two properties a year in the Roth account, you don't run into this UBIT. So there's really UBIT's the only thing. We have separate webinars and podcast episodes. It's a chapter in my book on UBIT. So that's the only snag. But if you're just doing private money lending or just buying rentals or you're flipping properties with cash, I wouldn't worry about it. Now you might have the UDFI if you have debt. So let's say no, you're true. Let's say your Roth IRA owns a property and you go get someone else's IRA to be the private money lender to fund the rehab. Well, now you get a little you have some debt leveraged that your Roth IRA has. So there's a tax called UDFI. Again, webinar, chapter in my book, podcast episode. I like this question and I'll take it to and then you chime in. So okay. Don asks, can you please explain how I'd use my self-directed IRA? For the down payment on a real estate deal and then go get a non-recourse loan for the remaining balance of the purchase. Then, so it's two parts, then okay. I would like <laughs> to refinance it at 100% to recycle my down payment to fund another deal. And I, I do have a strategy on that, which is totally cool. So the, the first part of it is we, we, we have a, a, a list of uh, providers on our website. You can just go to directedira.com, go to the learn section and we have, you know, a list of some, um, uh, you know, relationships on there that you can go and resources for different non-recourse lenders. 
Yeah, they're um, they're all banks that yeah. do non recourse loans to IRAs or IRA LLCs because you got to have a non recourse loan. And they typically like right now they want the IRA to come in for like call it 30, 40%, sometimes 50% of the IRA proceeds as the down payment. Some of them want um, additional uh, funds uh, held in reserve in the checking account mm-hmm. as well. So th- th- they're each like, you know, have, have some different parameters. Okay. So I totally get this. So that's the structure, you know, let's say it was a hundred K deal. It's in, you know, Cleveland, Ohio, as an example, which, you know, I think you'd still get a deal probably for a hundred there, maybe, but you're, you, let's say the IRA puts down 30,000, they get a non-recourse loan uh, for 70,000 and boom, you did it. So there, there was the transaction, right? Now you want to go get that down payment back. You're going to need a private lender on that. So again, how to fund your deal with other people's IRAs. You're looking at other people that you, you're, you became the deal maker. So you got, got a deal and you're wanting to get your stuff out. You need to go find a private lender. They're going to step in. Okay. You're going to pay off the non-recourse loan. You're going to get your money back. And now they're going to be, uh, the lien holder on, on that deal. And, you know, and on you with the deal. And that, that's a cool, like, velocity model. Totally love that. A lot, mm-hmm. a lot of people do that. So that's the strategy on how you do that. That's pretty much the only thing I think of. You're going to have to yeah. go network in to a private lender. Yeah. One thing to be make, make sure you're looking out for is any prepayment penalty mm. on those non-recourse loans. Yes. Some of the non-recourse lenders, because they want you to hold it for the long haul, they don't like to do short-term loans. You know, they make money the longer their money is loaned to you. <laughs> um, so some of them do have a prepayment penalty if you pay it off like before a year or two or three. I don't know. So just yeah. just check that term if that's a strategy. It's you're typically do. you're right. It's typically from what I've seen in the underwriting, it's like one to three years. Yeah. So, but you know, that's fine. That's that's good, right? Yeah. And there might some? be some that don't. I don't know. I just check it out. Yeah. You you can that could be one of the due diligence things that you inquire of when with some of the non recourse lenders that you have. Um, are there, but I'll tell you, they yep. just see, I'm just going to say from the banks, they don't really want to lend if they know you're going to yeah. pay the loan off in six months. They don't want to go through all that process to get a loan out that they can start earning interest that then you pay right back off. Mm-hmm. So if you lead with that, that might not get, go very well. Typically what you do is something like, Hey, just, you know, I'm assuming there's pre uh, a prepayment. What is that? What, am, what would I be looking at for that? They'll tell you yeah. that they, they got it, but they're not going to be like, it's nothing. Because they don't want you to do that 30 days later. Okay, with self-directed IRAs, are there any restrictions on investing all of your IRA into one deal? No, there's no restrictions. You could buy all Apple stock. You could buy one property. You could lend it all in one deal. You could invest, put it all in one crypto. I mean, (laughs) there's no restrictions. It's just your, I mean, that's the thing with self-directed accounts. It's your own investment philosophy. What do you want to do? I mean, do what, do what you like. I mean, a lot of people are like, I should be invested in 10 different things, so I'm diversified. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't know what's right, you know. Um, or some people are like, just invest in the thing you're good at and just keep doing the same thing over and over again. That's kind of more my personal style. Um, but everybody lands somewhere different. Absolutely. All right, let's hit one more, and then Matt and I will hit some dialogue on yeah. today's topic. So should, should a self-directed IRA holder want to invest in a fund – um, so it'd be call it a private company that only allows accredited investors. How does the self-directed IRA qualify as an accredited investor, or is it based on the qualifications as you, the IRA owner? Yeah, you answered your question right there. That's exactly it. So, the for your self-directed IRA, the IRA qualifies if the account owner qualifies individually. So when you're doing your accredited investor questionnaire, you're really qualifying based on your personal information because the IRA is your account. So that's how your your IRA is going to qualify. Okay. So how to fund your deal with other people's IRAs. Well, now I, I mean, Aaron did this for a long time. That's I kind of mentioned on the front end of talking to people, people had IRAs, he was raising money for you know, no investments, buying, I don't know, you can explain what you're doing, yeah. but um, that's how um, Aaron and I met through some of the conference he was doing, and he was essentially raising money at some of the, sometimes mm-hmm. at those those things. So. Or, or just moving deals, like yeah. selling deals. And I was looking for IRA investors to buy those deals yeah, because they had the most money in yeah. their retirement accounts. And they're looking for deals. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they want passive income, you know, that, uh, that interest, in, we'll call it interest income. 
is yeah. what they're looking for. Typically something a little bit better than the Marcus. They're trying to be, call it 6%. Yeah. You know, but really I led with the self-directed IRA handbook right there and educating Strong. people. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, you know, people, they, they don't know what they don't know. We have just a ton of conversations on a daily basis that they just had no idea that they could go yeah. buy a real estate property in their own community yeah. with their retirement account. Yeah. So it kind of starts there with just education of, hey, did you know, we all have a buddy, um, you know, or family that left a job and has that old 401k and it's in this, it's in stocks, bonds and mutual funds. That's where it's at. Yeah. So when you're out having conversations and, and you know, sharing, it starts with you got to be sharing what you're doing. And like if you're a real estate person and you're sharing all the deals that you're doing yeah. and it's and did you know you know, Aunt Sally, that you could take yeah. some of that money you had at Honeywell yeah. and put that in what's called a self-directed IRA and go buy three rental properties in Phoenix, Arizona. And she's like, I no, uh, Okay. I'll call Schwab tomorrow. Yeah. I'll call Charles Schwab tomorrow and do it. Like, well, no, Aunt Sally doesn't work that way, but let me, and you got to tell them yeah. like, it has to be in a self-directed IRA. You called Schwab. They'd be like, yeah, we don't do that. Yeah. You know, before you called your advisor, usually they're like, they don't want you to do that yeah, because um, they're losing money. But not all of them. Some, you know, dealing with called alternatives, down. right? Uh, but it really starts there. And so it's more about you sharing like what you're doing and what the possibilities are. And then you got to give them like a, a simple one pager of how it works. You know, you got the old employer plan. You're going to put it in a self-directed IRA. You're going to buy a real estate deal. Okay, you're either going to have to work with the custodian, you know, to process the paperwork, or you're going to do a checkbook IRA, and that's a whole other conversation, yeah. or you're going to do a solo K, that's another conversation. And so it takes with you getting educated on those different strategies and structures for you to be an intelligently speaking to them on what their options are, but in a way that it's simple enough for them to understand. Because if you give them like all these freaking options, they're yeah. just not going to go do it. Yeah. So typically what I do is just give them a option. Be like, it's great. You got 300 grand, you know, um, that you're wanting to do. Let's say your, your, uh, plan was like a million dollars at Honeywell. Okay. But you want to take 300 grand and buy a rental property. I have a deal for you. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're just going to go open up a self-directed IRA. You're going to move 300 grand over to that self-directed IRA and I'm going to sell you a real estate deal. Mm -hmm. We're going to do the same purchase and sell purchase agreements that you did for buying your own home. Yeah. You know, but the custodian's going to help you. So in this case, directed IRA is going to help you process some of that paperwork, signing on behalf of the IRA. And that's the easiest way uh, to do it. Now, if they want like some more control or they want to do more than one deal or yeah. several deals and they want to move fast, then that's different. But usually it like just start with a yeah. deal. And I, I think there is a learning curve and a process to this. It's very rare that someone's going to do it next week. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're going to want to learn this. I mean, this is people, they've saved a lot. You know, there's been money coming out of their paycheck or they've been throwing contributions in out of their bank account for a long time. And so, um, so they, they do want to get some education guys. That's why we do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. We want to educate people. That's, we know this is the roadblock to people self-directing. That's why I wrote a freaking book, mm -hmm. you know? And so, let them know where the resources are. Send them to the reputable places. Sometimes they can get lost on Google. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes there's good stuff they stumble on. Sometimes there's bad. A lot bad. of false information. Yeah, a lot of bad. Same thing with YouTube. You guys know it. For whatever you're an expert mm -hmm. in, you know, you know there's a lot of garbage out there, too, in what you do. So um, so help show them where the good information is on how to get educated. Hopefully our webinars, our podcast, the book, I mean, all the stuff that we're trying to get out there content-wise will help educate them so they feel confident in what they're doing because they need to. You know, you just happen to have a deal. They need to feel confident in what they're doing with their retirement account money. And, and, um, and, and they got to kind of take control because at the end of the day, they're making the decision. So let's just take a step. Now that we kind of unpacked that a little bit, we'll just take a step back and just talk about your own sphere of influence in your network. Cause when a lot of people go out and let's say they're like, Hey, I want to start a fund or I like, I need to, you know, create a, my own LLC. I'm going to pull people's money together and do joint ventures and all this stuff. It's like, that all sounds great. But if you've never done this before, all the money that you need to like get going 
is in your own personal network yeah. and it's with people that aren't, you know, necessarily a prohibited transaction, right? So not your immediate family members, but brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, mm-hmm. your buddy at the gym, your, you know, your, your, you know, favorite bartender, whoever, like that it's, it's all of your friends and, you know, family that's not disqualified to do deals. They all have jobs. They all had prior jobs. They all have old 401ks. They've all been making contributions. They're just not educated on that they can take control of their retirement and invest in something like real estate or private company or do notes or private lending. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 all right there. So the easiest way to do it, rather than just like vomiting on them, like just verbal vomit, try, because you're just like so, you're just so excited to like yeah. get the deals done. <laughs> Just tell them like what you're doing. Like I'm, I'm fixing and flipping this property, like in the neighborhood, and I'm, yeah, you know, looking for people that want to go in on it with me. Yeah. You know, do you know anybody? Rather than asking them, ask if they know anybody. Yeah, and that's kind of like a, a you know, an easy approach too. Is like rather than asking that person yeah. directly that you're networking with, be like, do you know anybody? Yeah, you know, and sometimes you don't even have to ask. Sometimes it's just like, <laughs> you know, what, what do you, you know, hey, hey, I haven't seen you for a while. You bump into someone yeah. at the grocery store that's a friend of yours you haven't seen for a while. It's like, yeah. hey, what have you been up to? Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm just, I've been, you know, doing work, whatever it is you do. I'm all starting to do some real estate deals. I got a deal right now. And, you know, I got some people to put their IRAs on it to, to invest in it with me. And dangled a little carrot. Yeah. There. People are like, what? what? <laughs> I mean, I, it's funny. I had it this, this one client that's done a lot of deals like, like Bill, we had on earlier. And, um, he was just like, he just talked about it all the time. And he's like, he was kind of that personality. It was a talker anyways, but it just worked. Yeah. Like he didn't have to ask at all. He said, I just talked about it all the time. And, and inevitably people would ask, you can do that. Yeah, you can do that. And I have another deal I'm doing next month. Actually, you know, it was just like, it, it was easy, but it's also something that people are intrigued by because they're mm-hmm. learning something. Even like some really smart, sophisticated oh, people, yeah. they're like, I never heard about that. Or someone's heard about it, but they didn't. They never like got past like I heard about it, and so um, so sometimes just talking about it, um, letting people know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. They they sometimes tend to tend to find you, and once you get that going, like Bill said, it's like you know he has a network now. Like if he needs a deal funded tomorrow, he can get it funded because he's got the people that that trust him that he's had the conversations with. He's done the deals. He's got the track record and all that. Yeah. Again, everybody has them. So it's just like putting yourself out there to have the conversation. But I will say this, cause you made a good point about the grocery store example you just did. They mentioned they, an IRA. Yes. You know, like you have to say, it. you can't just be like, yeah, I'm just like doing some real estate, doing some lending. It's yeah. totally awesome. But like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm working with uh, IRAs that are yeah. helping like do deals with me. And yeah. they're like, Oh, well, how does that work? And like spark their intrigue. If you don't say those things, then they're just like, well, he's just doing real yeah. estate. Cool. Good for you. You know, Aaron and I worked with a private fund too. Cause this works if you're like mm-hmm. raising money in private fund. I don't care mm-hmm. what you're doing. You know, you're raising money for your startup. All right. Um, you know, we had a, a group that already had investors in a private mm-hmm. fund and they were basically like came to us to basically say, Hey, help teach our people that are already in our network that have already invested with us how they can also use their IRA. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, you know, we basically did a little bit of education and I don't know, we did open a lot of accounts for them. Hundreds. Yeah. It was easy. It was cool because, and that's a great value add and a great example. If you already have kind of a deal machine or investor base too, is educating them on how they can use retirement accounts to do it. So, and they just didn't know. They were all higher income earners, professional practitioners, doctors, dentists, attorneys, software engineers, you know, busy, you know, working 12, you know, eight, 10, 12 hour days. And they can, they all have retirement accounts from previous employers too. Mm-hmm. So that, that's like, that's a great way, but it's just kind of having that conversation. There's tons of real estate clubs too. Everybody has r- several real estate clubs in your local market and they're all looking for deals. There's basically a couple different kinds of people there, but one of the kinds of people there is like that have retirement dollars that already know what a self-directed IRA is and they are looking for deals. Mm-hmm. So if you're a deal maker and have deal flow, go, Yeah, you know, and, and th- like, that's how you can fund your deal with other people's IRAs right there. There you go. Like they're there, <laughs> like they're, they're just looking for a good deal. And yeah. again, they're looking typically for, they're basically looking for two things. One, um, something that has collateral, 
they're really looking for, yeah. especially in real estate or, or lending. If it's a private company startup, that's different. That's yeah. a different, different bucket. Uh, but it's something with collateral and two, they're looking for something better than five, 6%. You yeah. Know, that's really, that's what they're looking. That's why they're doing it. Otherwise yeah. they would just stay in like spy yeah, S&P 500 ETF. Push a button and <laughs> yeah. don't do anything. And you they're know. done. So that, yeah. that's basically it. Um, okay. All right. I'm going to take like a couple final questions yeah, and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. And by the way, this is recorded everyone. So we should have said that at the front end. So this will be up on the website in a couple of days. Okay. So I just spoke to a good friend last week, explained my venture with the self-directed IRA. Very nice. She's going to be 72 years old next week and she would like to invest because she has to withdraw from her retirement account. So that's RMD required minimum distribution. Does she have to move to a self-directed account and invest by the end of 2022 to get that tax benefit? Well, the, the RMD is not going to go away. Yeah. So the self-directed IRA is still going to have RMD. So now she can still do it. You know, an RMD when you're 72 is maybe it's like 4%. You know, you got a $100,000 account. Mm-hmm. She might have to be taking 4000 out of it per year at 72. It starts to kind of go up how much more you have to take as you get older. Um, so she can invest still a piece of it, but she need to make sure it's liquid. So, you know, if, and if she's going to hold this self-directed asset for 10 years, that she's got some cash flow on it or has an ability to sell it if she needs to, to satisfy her RMD. Um, so, or she could take a piece of it too. She could leave some of it in the market, do whatever she mm-hmm. wants and take another piece and self-direct it. Take you RMD add, there. Yeah, exactly. You can take RMD from the brokerage IRA, let's say, to satisfy the self-directed IRA. You Which don't. A lot of people do that. Yeah, yeah. you don't have to. You can take RMD from one account that can satisfy other accounts, actually. So, which a lot of self-directed people do with their own RMD. But still going to have an RMD issue, though. That's, the self-directing is not going to get around that. Um, all right, one other thing. We're going to give away a copy of my book. Tristan's going to pick someone. Okay. So okay. Okay. Tristan in the studio, Cheryl, you can give Tristan. Thanks. Um, get to Tristan. We'll drop Tristan's email in the um, chat, email him your address. We're going to send you a copy of the self-directed IRA handbook. Thanks for asking the questions. I, I'm sure they were good ones, Cheryl. Otherwise Tristan would have done that. Right. I'm dropping, <laughs> I'm dropping in the chat for everyone. Okay. There you go. All right. All right. Um, Congratulations, Cheryl, and thank you for your good questions. I think you had about six, so you were, you were <laughs> the winner. It. You were the winner. Um, okay, let's see. We'll, should we hit? We'll hit this last one from Jean Pierre, just because that's a great like Love that's it. a great name. Yeah. If I'd like to partner with my checkbook self directed IRA to purchase a rental property or do fix and flips, is there a recommended percentage of ownership? or any other detail that we should be aware of to not trigger a prohibited transaction. Well, if you want to personally partner with your checkbook IRA or your retirement account, the only way you can do that is with cash. And you have to set up another multi-member, another LLC, which would be a multi-member IRA LLC that's comprised of personal cash you put in for your personal ownership and cash from the IRA LLC. And you got to go in together. This really got to be a multi-member IRA LLC setting. So, and that ownership in that LLC is based on the dollars invested. Now, that's if I'm reading your question, if if you're talking about, I want to partner personally with my mm-hmm. IRA LLC. You can't do what Bill was talking about earlier of, I'm the work partner personally, my retirement account's the cash partner. That doesn't work yeah. with your own retirement account. That's prohibited. You can only partner cash where we value the dollars of the cash personally versus how we're going to value the dollars that are exact same from your retirement account. So we break up the ownership in the LLC based on dollars. Now, if you were like, no, I got, I just want to partner my, my IRA, IRA LLC with someone else who's going to do the deal. Well, that's negotiable. Yeah. The percent you get in the deal is how much you can negotiate. I would say, I wonder, I wonder Jean-Pierre, if you were talking about maybe tax, like uh, the, triggering more UBIT than a prohibited transaction. I don't know. Like that could, that could have been it. If you're going to do like more than three fix and flips or something like, I don't know, Mm. but okay. All right. There you go. Is that the final question? Uh, I think so. All right. I think that was good. Yeah. Okay. Well, on topic. Yeah. Did you have any final comments? I didn't want to. 
Um, no, I just, uh, I think, uh, I think at the end of the day, I would say, um, it, as cliche as it is, <laughs> like you are, it's a couple things. The five people that you hang around the most, like the, and that you're communicating the, the most frequent to, they really comprise like your innermost circle, you know, and of different connections you're making and stuff. And taking it a step further out from that is, you know, continue building your your network and your community out there, putting yourself out there, joining different clubs or associations, you know, going to the real estate clubs, you know, maybe it's a gym or a tennis club or racquetball, squash, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like just getting out there and, and doing it, being around people. If that's your goal. If like you're looking and you need like you're look you need deals, you need deal flow and you need additional capital. Building the network yeah. and the community. It's like so important for, for anything. Like even when Matt started the the trust company, we had a relationship of, you know, going on 10 years and like, boom. Yeah. That wouldn't have come to fruition if I wasn't out there doing events and needed him to come educate people on using a self-directed IRA to do real estate or private companies or private lending. Yeah. And talk about his book, then yeah. you know, it's like the, it's your relationships are everything. It's funny, I was talking to my wife and yeah. she was like I think you should get to know this person better. That'd be a good person to add into your network. And I'm like, uh, okay, uh, you know. <laughs> but it's she get you yeah, know gets it too because we talk about it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I think that was as funny as Bill was heading out to go play tennis. You know, um, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't know. There's other activities I'm sure that are great places to network and meet amazing people, but it could be a good place if you're looking for money. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I love it though. Like, again, it's, that's what you're, even if there's lots of stuff, even virtual stuff that you can do now. Yeah. Um, my final comment is just about, this is a really powerful because it's, there's people that need your money to do deals. Mm-hmm. If you have someone that has a retirement account money, and then those of you that have deals, there's people that have money looking to invest it in something better than what the stock market and they're, they're tired of doing. And so there's could be this perfect marriage win-win situation. It's one of the reasons I love self-directing. So get out there. You got to talk. You got to communicate, find each other. That's how the self-directed deals happen. It's people like Aaron was saying in your network, your community, go to the places where there's people for what you need. If you're the person that needs a deal or the person needs money, go to the places where those people hang out. Um, Get to know people, you know, and this could be even on social stuff and things like that. I mean, it could be social networking things. I don't know. Lots of different ways to do it. So absolutely. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. The recording will be up in a few days. It'll be at directedira.com slash webinar, and we'll be announcing the next webinar, I'm sure, in the next couple weeks. And thanks, everyone. Stay calm. Self-direct on.